The Permian Triassic Extinction, an event so devastating to living organisms, it's also known as the Great Dying. Scientists have used geologic evidence to determine that long-term volcanic activity from the Siberia region led to the death of very nearly all life on planet Earth 250 million years ago. The release of so much volcanic material into the atmosphere had caused a thinning of the ozone and extended periods of acid rain, raising the overall temperature of the Earth's climate. A vast majority of scientists now say they have accumulated data that shows our planet is now experiencing similar symptoms that were precursors to what is considered the greatest extinction event in Earth's history. Is this simply alarmist thinking? Could the record high temperatures many countries are experiencing be a result of the Earth's natural warming and cooling cycle? Perhaps the heat waves many locations are facing are being caused simply by our planet's proximity to the sun. Are climate scientists from around the world cooking the books to create the illusion of an environmental crisis so they can rake in all that sweet, sweet grant money? Join the theorists as they put on their Hawaiian shirts and flip-flops to speculate for beachfront property on this case file for The Climate Change Conspiracy Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 93, Climate Change. <laughs> nice I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. Andrew. I'm Dean. I'm Dean. I'm Dean. Uh, welcome to uh, the podcast, everyone. It's been, uh, it's been a while since we've done an actual case file with Vegas and then the Power Hour. I've forgotten how to do this. What yeah. are we? <laughs> what is going I like, on? Why do I normally people? say this? Anyways, we got some big things coming up. Big things are brewing. I think we said we'd talk about them at the end, so we'll talk about it at the end. Let's get right into some space news. We've got some space news. I got a bunch. One today. You started off. So... Everyone start saving because Elon Musk says a ticket to Mars will eventually cost less than $500,000. Sweet. What a deal. And he said even maybe below $100,000. That's not bad. That'd be nice. Listen, I'm I'm not moving to Mars. I'm not going I'm what not going to go on a trip. Round what trip, you, anything. I'm not going. What, yeah, what if you could go Everybody's to Mars? Everybody's going to move to Mars and become potato farmers. <laughs> Just shitting in their own fields? The fertilizer? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I would go, I, if I had the money, I would go on a round, tri- round trip. I don't think I want to stay there, though. But Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It would have to be pretty swanky. <laughs> seems, like a, go. seems like a rough life living on Mars. Yeah. Dude, I've seen Total Recall. The and it was exactly. awesome. What are you talking about? Total Recall makes Mars look like a paradise. <laughs> Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. Not into it. Um, you got weird people with like baby hands coming out their chests and oh. kind of fun stuff. <laughs> oh, that movie was 
That movie's fucking great. That's a great like old flick. I've seen that. A, oh yeah. Every couple of years it. I rewatch it and I'm never disappointed. Nope. Holds up. Some good one-liners. What's the thing? What the little thing named Guado? Guado. Guy's name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the moon is a lifeless world once again. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Chinese uh, rover, and it had cotton plants with some worms. To no one's surprise, they are all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is dead on that lunar. Fucking dead. Uh, scientists say uh, they're done in by the bitter cold and the lengthy lunar nights. So it didn't last. I mean, didn't last too long, but there, <laughs> it's all dead now. So I don't know what scientific. We salute you. What they what they figured out is life will die on the moon without any help. Wow, I'm riveting stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what other science they might get from that. I'm sure it's going to take a little while for the data to get back, but. Fortunately, it's all dead. I got uh, NASA gives go-ahead for SpaceX commercial crew test flight. Nope. That's the this is the beginning. It's happening. Here we go. So the uncrewed uh, Dragon spacecraft um, was given approval March. Oh, it's no, it's given to. Do its test flight on March second. Coming up, man. We're it's just every week. It feels like we're getting closer and closer to SpaceX flying people up there nonstop. That's so cool. In other um, space flights, Spaceship Two uh, Virgin Galactic flight flew to the edge of space for the second time on February twenty second, carrying three people. For the first time, as the company moved closer to beginning commercial operations of suboritable sp- of the sp- suboritable <laughs> space plane, how do I say it? Suboritable? No, suborbital. Orbital. Sand it out. Orbital. It's hard to say with my braces in. Suborbital. <laughs> and by the time uh, these, by the time wait, these, yeah. What about all the other times that you didn't have braces? <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> well. Let me tell you something. Anyway, so Let me tell you something, brother. Now we can Let me tell you something, brother. By the time these this Virgin Galactic gets going, we're gonna go to Mars with Elon Musk. Yeah. That's by these guys have been yeah. going at it forever. They're fucking taking so long to get people up there. Well, I think Virgin Galactic is probably gonna be more affordable. It's still I, gonna, I have it's a still feeling I'll be able to do a suborbital flight before I can do another one. And like go to Mars. Well, I'm saying that at the same at the same time you'll be able to go to Mars or this one by the time they both get there. It just one one will be more expensive. But these guys have been at it for years and years. They're fucking barely even there. Yeah, it kind of always feels like it's stalling. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, by twenty. Why don't you start a Kickstarter for to fund buy the tickets on Virgin Galactic for a flat Earther? I think I think that would be cool. Yeah, that would be so good. Up there, that would be sweet. Um, I got one here. I got one. Scientists developed an AI so advanced they say it's too dangerous to release. This was just released on February 19th. What? They released it? Well, this article was released. Oh. <laughs> too <laughs> dangerous loose. to release. It's we been released, released it. on the night. They're like, oh, we're in, oh, we, we're in trouble. Yeah. Case so file 93. It's, it's uh, the it's doomsday. O- it's, it's apocalyptic over. times. 
but it's it, the it's the god in the box, you know. They've got this super powerful AI, and once it figures out how to get onto the internet and clone itself, it's all over. It, that's kind of what they're thinking in a way. Is it's from the company OpenAI, and it's called the GPT-2, and it will only see like limited release in a scaled out version due to concerns over malicious application of the technology. What this thing is, it, pre- it was given like two billion web pages or something, or sorry, eight million web pages, and it pretty much now predicts all speech and manner of like. How, like dictation, like how you write. So if you give it a bunch of stuff and you just tell it like, oh, write like Tolkien, it'll write a story exactly like Tolkien. So they're worried about fake news from this thing being so believable that you could pretty much make convince anyone about everything. So they're pretty much they're worried about. Oh, man. I'm, I'm okay. I'm more okay with that fucking AI being released than that other one with that fucking machine gun thing that turned on the crowd that that Marine had to flip. I find oh, that a yeah. little bit more malicious. Uh, yes, there's definitely more chance for death, but man, here's the thing that I was, there's this game you can go on. It's not a game, but you can, you can go to this site. I can't remember. I'll try to find the link again. And it just shows you two pictures of people. One is a real person. And the other one is a completely generated AI person that doesn't exist. And you have to try to figure out what's real and what's not. And, uh, it's like this is not a real person dot org or something like that. Yeah, and, and you just yeah. pick, and it's like yeah. you think it'd be pretty easy, and sometimes it is fairly easy, but a very concerning amount of times you're like, oh, I was wrong again. <laughs> it's crazy shit's coming, and then I just saw that new technology where you can like real time change your face to look like say like Trump or something and talk and like. Yeah, it's so crazy. got some fucking crazy man. We're coming into some crazy times for news and shit. Like f- crazy fake news going to be coming out. Oh yeah, you, you're not going to know who to believe. Ever. Give it, you give a trusted like you take a trusted figure, make it so believable what they're saying, but it's not not actually them. By the time they figure out that it's not them, it's already taken hold. Or dude, they use that technology one time in the news to like edit out maybe like a swear word and have someone just say something else. And that comes out, you're like, well, then if they're doing that, what else are they doing? Yeah. What else are they manipulating, right? It's, oh, it's going to be crazy. Where's it stop? Yeah. Uh, that's all I got for space news. Anyone else? I'll take that dead silence and no answer from anyone. <laughs> no one else has anything. Nothing okay, else. Thanks, everyone. All right, let's uh, fire up the randomatron. We got it back up. Uh, punch it in for fan stories. I want to get a. I want to get a story from a fan here. If, yep, if you have a story, send it to us. We'll put it in the randomatron, and uh, Braden will try oh, and read it. And we've been getting some heat from some people giving us some negative reviews, uh, and a, a common complaint is that we make fun of our fans. Um, we've never once made fun of a fan submission. We make fun of the stories that we pull out of this. Like the UFO case file of the week is a compilation of a bunch of shitty UFO books. And we'll make fun of those stories. We never make fun of fan submissions. Just it's a story. It's the stories when they're like, on that one. It's Italian entities barbecuing on a UFO, yeah. and you're like, okay, <laughs> okay. making shitty pancakes. Yeah, shitty yeah. pancakes with no salt. That's yeah. what happens. Then we make fun of it. But that's from the that's from the compilation of books, not fan submit. Like we're gonna get a fan. The X three is gonna spit out a fan submission right now. Well, okay. we're gonna read Let's it. Do it. So we're, we're not allowed to make fun of this one. Is what you're saying? Well, we can, but you know, but you with, shouldn't. No. <laughs> tasteful. <right>. Tasteful <laughs> criticism. Tasteful criticism yeah. is different than making fun of it. Yeah. I don't know if I have that in me, but I'll try. 
Right, you'll just shut your pie hole and we'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We're thinking at it right now. Fan submission. Wow, what a that thing is do you put some new oil in it? Oh she's she's sounds, cranking good right now. Sounds great. Purring. Um all right. Because I don't want we didn't really when you send us a story, let us know if we can use your name or if you want us to use uh, an alias. Um so it, I'm just gonna use this person's initials and then he knows who he is. I just I don't want to throw him under the bus in case he didn't want his names. So this is uh this is a real submission from TJR. The following story is true. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. It it didn't say that, but I really wanted to say that. It says it really yeah. happened to me. In the fall of 1989, I was living in the city of Stockton, California. I was working for the newspaper as a CDS Carrier Delivery Supervisor. I delivered the bales of the morning papers to the carriers. On this particular Friday evening, I was delivering the bales of comics and inserts for the Sunday paper. My delivery truck broke down en route with... Oh, man. This is... Okay, first off, TGR. I like the story so far. It's tough without some commas and periods. <laughs> Delivery truck broke down en route, with was which was in North Stockton, and had to change vehicles. And the whole route ended up out of order. I had my friend. Um, should I say his friend's names? First name. Should, first name Eric. I had my friend Eric help me once. We were done. It was the wee morning, and my wife at the time was trying to find me along with her friend. Well, anyone from Stockton knows we get fog bad, but this night was clear, except for this one neighborhood she went through. This fog that was only ever this little white bridge and was warped to my route, went back to the bridge, and then was warped Back to the neighborhood my route was in on Chauncey Circle. Okay, hold on. I got to reread this. I thought <laughs> I read that wrong, but I think I'm reading it right. But it's tough. So it was a clear night, except this one neighborhood. There was fog. It was over this little white bridge. And then it warped to my route and then went back and was warped back to the neighborhood my route was on. In Chauncey's circle, her and her friend claim that they heard laughing and both felt a hand on the other's shoulders. They turned around to look at each other and then looked back and there was no one. But they hear this evil laughter and could feel claws underneath the car. They rushed to my friend Eric's house just as me and Eric were getting back to his apartment. Her and her friend Lisa are trembling. They're crying, and the look in their eyes was the look of death. 
They told the story and are dragging me and Eric into his apartment. This thing was chasing them. Eric's wife, Brenda, opens the door, lets us in, and the three women are trying to shut the door, but something is holding it open, but nothing is there. Finally, they get it shut. I start laughing and made fun of them. That is until it happened to me and my buddy, Jeremy. About two years after the incident, we were out in front of my house and started telling my buddies and me and Jeremy decided that we would debunk it. So we left towards the side of town and went over the bridge and there was fog. We stopped on the bridge and at that moment he turned to me and said, bro, let's go now. He had that same look in his eyes as the ladies did. The look of fear and dread. The look of a dead man's cold stare. We get back and he was still shaking for days. I brushed it off until it happened to me, except it followed us and tormented me. Late at night, he would come into my room and sit on my chest, mocking me, taking my breath. The only way to get him to leave was to say the name of Jesus. It's then that I saw him stood about 10 feet tall in human form, yet black as night and transparent as the mist he disguised himself as the night sky with the stars. Believe me or don't, but I saw what I saw, and I felt his physical body trying to kill me. Fuck. Ooh, that's that crazy. Fucked. <coughs> so some haunted entity at this bridge fucking followed him home? Yeah, in Stockton, California. So if you're in Stockton, California, and you have any fucking creepy stories about fucking getting chased, let us know. Let's, Man, that's, let's that's tie some of these like- together. That sounded grinning manish to me. Yeah, a little weird. That's yeah, that's fucking weird. That's super weird. Brayden, I think you had such a hard time getting through that story. It had nothing to do with uh, Buddy's punctuation. I think it's the fact that you weren't using a pirate voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah, damn it! Arr, I think that's arr, just arr, you know what right. I mean. Yeah, you shouldn't have said anything because now you're gonna struggle. Yeah. Yeah. About two years ago, after the incident, we were out in the front of my house and started telling me buddies. Jeremy and me decided that we would debunk it. Yeah, I would have done better. That was fucking gold. That yeah, that would have been way better. Price I know we had Steve story. the Pirate working for the podcast. Like, that is fucking gold. Well, the budget's going up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, let's, let's, uh, that's, if you're in Stockton, California, or in the California area, and you've had some fucking freaky things in the fog, let us know. We want to know. Please. Even if you have, you don't have to write us a full story, just saying, like, hey, that sounds f- similar to a, something I've had. Let's, uh, we'll start putting a collection of these things together. Make it interesting. Uh, let's get into the case file climate change. Gonna be one of the biggest topics in the world. Last well, for for like fifty years they kind of been talking about it, but in the last like what ten fifteen, it's really been like the forefront of debate, like on a weekly basis. When did it change from global warming to climate change? I th- well, I'm not sure exactly. It was when. it was global warming big when we were young. Well, that was like the that was the Al Gore thing, right? Global yeah. warming. Yeah, but but then different studies came out saying some parts weren't warming, so they decided to I think change it to a more broad term of climate change, like increasing storms in some yeah. places, droughts in others. Convenient. Yeah. It's a it's an insane. It's just a crazy topic. Like all in all, it's, it's never like there's never been a topic for me that, no matter what route I go down, 
it just doesn't lead anywhere good. <laughs> like mm-hmm. scientific or non, like there's it's fucking there's too much to it. Well, if we listen to science, we've passed the point of no return or we're very close to it. We're approaching, I think. We're approaching it. Yeah, I don't think we've quite passed it, but but that's according to science. Dan, what do they say? What do they say is like the tipping point? Like is it is it two degrees warmer? Two degrees, yeah. Yeah, two degrees. You're gonna see a lot more things. That's when, at least, ocean acidification is gonna see like you're gonna see a really big impact on the world's oceans. Yeah, apparently, Larger like none now. of the coral reef or anything can exist. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lot more difficult for coral reefs to exist. So the impact on ocean biomes will be catastrophic to say the least i think right so it's pretty much there's two there's like the two spectrums spectrum one the scientific spectrum is human consumption of fossil fuels and like producing greenhouse gases is raising overall temperatures in a way that's never been experienced before like like climates always change like they can go back and say all climate's been warmer and colder throughout time as far as the science concerned it is happening at such an accelerated rate that we may never be able to come back to like another ice age. Like it's just going to keep going and like that we're like throwing the whole cycle off. And then the other side of it is it's a hoax, like a political perpetrated hoax and like scientists are, I got That's the part I don't get. Like is the, is it the hoax is the scientists are lying or is it just, it's just big oil line to try and keep producing profits. Well, I think it's a. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily just a single group lying. I think it's a. a if you were thinking of that, it would be like a a bunch of groups kind of pushing, you know, um, lobbying for the same the same interests. But what those interests are pretty much the the only thing in saying climate change is a hoax is like big energy, really, isn't it? Big business. Big business. Big energy. <laughs> Anything that emits CO two. <laughs> And like they'll ha- they have their own climate scientists is like oh CO two is good for the environment, yeah dude it's plant food it's plant that's food. what plants eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more CO two means greener plants because greener p- plants eat the CO two and well, make more what? oxygen, pl- so that means yeah, we're gonna get more oxygen. If plants have more CO two, that means they create more oxygen. So we can do twice as much with less plants if we have more <laughs> CO two in the atmosphere. <laughs> you guys I are love- laughing, but prove <laughs> me wrong. Right. All right. No, what, Kate? Here it is. If you the thing with climate change is a lot of the arguments are true in some fashion. In greenhouses and shit, they do pump extra CO two for plants to grow. That is like a that is a true thing. Fact. Fact. They do will produce. Right, but there's a limit. <laughs> yeah, there is a limit. So right now, how, how right. Do we, let's let's do this. How about that? Let's go through the main climate, like the main conspiracies, like the myths. They're like, oh, climate change has happened before. It's just the sun heating or cooling. It's not even that bad, like those type of things. So we'll, let's go through the let's go through the myths, and then we'll say what cli- what science says, and then we'll, we'll let's go back and forth between the two. So all right, let's start with for anyone looking. Or this is the list we're looking at right now. It's from skepticalscience.com, and it's a list of a hundred and ninety-seven myths, and then the science. It's like point counterpoint to each to each thing. So everyone make everyone does their own research and makes up their own mind. But we'll start with number one. The myth, one of the main myths for, for climate change is that climate change has happened before and many times. You know, there's cool hot periods and ice ages, and it's been happening for 
pretty much as far as we can tell. Thoughts on that? Right. Well, climate change has happened before. It's it's climate is uh, reacts to whatever uh, is putting stress on it or is affecting it in whatever way. So that could be just the natural. There are natural glaciation cycles uh, that the Earth does go through periods of heating and cooling. But there's also things like volcanoes or meteor impacts or anything like that, which can also affect the climate as well. But the argument is now is that climate is changing now because humans are the main factor driving climate change more than anything else. Pretty much because we're, we're offset the balance of CO2 man-made, like we've added man-made CO2, not just the actual cycle of the earth. But what's the data on that? How much, what percentage is actually human created? Like I get the earth goes through natural cycles and maybe we're speeding up that cycle a little bit, but the earth is so big can we really be put like like what's our number what's the what's the percentage that we're affecting it uh, that, that's that's what i that's like that's what I, my I don't know if there's to. an actual like hard number exactly there's probably just well that's the thing it's like how how can we how can we look at that and say well okay well we're speeding this up but maybe there's been fast cycles before like some some years we have a really short winter and some years we have a really fucking Long winter. So maybe this is just a really quick heating, right? On, on just the Earth's natural cycle. Okay. Well, I'm going to say since uh, since 1880, the Earth's average temperature has... 1880, that's pretty much industrial age. Like industrialization kind of yeah. began around then, right? The Earth's average temperature was about 0.8 degrees Celsius. So 1.4 Fahrenheit. And so... Or it has risen by 0.8 degrees, 1.4, right? That's a two and two thirds of that increase has happened since 1975. And so, and we but, definitely have the data that says that the warming of Earth's ocean is accelerating. It's getting faster. Boom. Yeah. Well, isn't, I'm um, just looking down the list here. Oh, no, never mind. I just about debunked myself. There. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say points that hurt me, so... Well, it's pretty much, they can pretty much measure because there's different type, like there's different, like there's a different type of carbon for fossil fuels. Is there not? Was it carbon 13? Mm, Don't call me on that, but there's a different type of, there's different type of of, like carbon in the atmosphere, which is produced by fossil fuels. And they can measure this type of carbon based on like the actual normal carbon of the earth. And that number is going up like exponentially year after year, pretty much forever. All right. Well, here, we here's, here's 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 a climate change myth here that I was thinking about. Um, like when we were kids, and I remember growing up and going through school, like the bit was it was global warming. It wasn't ch- climate change back then, and it was we are thinning our atmosphere. Um, and we just did space news a couple weeks ago where we talked about they've actually been recording that our atmosphere is repairing, it's thickening up. So you're talking about the hole in the ozone. Yeah, the ozone, that's what I'm talking about, sorry. Yeah, the ozone, but that was about, uh, uh, what was that chemical that was eating the ozone away, and then once we banned that chemical. Are you talking about the increase in use of aerosols and things like that? We're kind of eating away at the... That's what they, that's what the science said. That's what they said it was. Yeah. And that's what they blamed most of the majority of it on. And the majority of those have been, you know, regulated or pretty much eliminated, and... So... That's... that's, the The hole in the ozone is like a whole different other problem uh, that 
atmosphere is something different. Yeah, you climate changers always deflect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's well. um. Let, let's go to number two. It's the sun. The sun. It, it's we got a big ball of fire up there. Comes through. Just heating it up. What else do you expect? Well, see this this one for me is like a, not a good one for the myth because they they measure the sun on a constant basis, right? They have been for a long time, and the sun's activity has been going down, you know over the last 20 years or so, but Earth's temperatures are still going up. You should expect, if you go back on like watch, the, like they have, the, they have the charts, the charts of like the sun activity and the Earth's temperature, or I guess the projected sun's activity, and they pretty much follow each other for the most part until about 30, 40 years ago. Like the super increase in fossil fuels in the 70s and 80s. Why? This- that, that myth doesn't even make sense as a sun because if that was your argument, you would be able to almost see if it was that easy to tie like well the sun warms it up then you would see less and less winter every year but we still have shifts like you know you'll still get ridiculously cold in some places and right like if it was just the sun is heating us up i think you would start to always be able to track a less and less of a winter well it's like, i guess see, i don't do know that. whether they're arguing that it's the sun that keeps heating us us and it it's the sun us up. i don't know how to explain it <laughs> any more than that well, do you what mean the you sun is like it's, heating us up? Because Dan, what is it going to do? It's going to cook it's us? Three, like, it's three words. It's the sun. It's the sun. <laughs> Let me get sun. to number three. While we're on three words that are confusing for you, here's my number three biggest climate myth. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad at all. It's, 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 it's actually good. For, it's good for the environment. Not, like, like bad for who? I <laughs> told you the CO2 is good for the plants. Right, it's plant. Yeah, food. it's good for plants. It's good, it makes plant sense. food, Dan. Come on, you know what? You know what? You know what? The temperature here is where I'm living. It's minus thirty two today, so <laughs> it's not that bad. You tell me we're gonna go up, like. Okay, okay. you're ta- you're talking about weather as opposed to climate. Yeah, well, what is weather? If weather not the is the localized temperature and humidity in a certain place for a short period of time. While climate is the actual, you know, the regional averages of heat and temperature, like heat and temperature in an area for an extended period of time. Like you just said the same thing I did with $10 words. Brayden, it does. It rains in the desert, but doesn't mean it's not a desert. It's true. I'll give you that. Uh, That's that's the dumbest one I've read. (laughs) The climate myth. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. bad. Well, it's 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 not. Here it is. This is the thing with these type, like the climate change conspiracies and stuff and the hoaxes. It's not going to be bad for some places on Earth. Like they think the no- more northern regions, like probably Canada, where you're oh, living, is gonna, gonna it's going to be way pretty. better for you up there, probably. Yeah. And Siberia and like northern Russia and like northern Finland, like that, those type of climates will be pushed to more like, it's like pretty much pushing the climate up. Like whatever is like, you know, a thousand kilometers below in a hundred years, that's it's like, it's going to be pushed up to where you are. So you're going to have like way more like warmer summers, warmer with warmer winters. So generally life in that area will probably be better, but that doesn't mean it's going to be better like, anywhere else. Anywhere yeah. else. Like you don't really know, like just the weather changes. Even if there's more CO2 plants still need water, right? You have to irrigate like the vegetation so if climate change is going to create a bunch of droughts in places that aren't experiencing droughts right now at such a rapid pace, 
where the actual the, like the localized plant life cannot adapt fast enough. This is all gonna die out. Like that's that's when that's the ultimate. If you go all the way, like full send, climate change is gonna destroy the planet. It's pretty much the climate change is gonna create such rapid shifts in the environment that local vegetation and and animal life will just not be able to keep up and it'll just die off like really well, quick. Well, that's the thing though. And in the words of Dr. Ian Malcolm, life will find a way. <laughs> well, not in this case, I don't think. <laughs> that's the yeah, problem. Well, perhaps there. life will and it'll be like microscopic organisms or like or or cockroaches, life will find a way, but humans are I, we're adapted to a very certain uh temperature and you know, climate conditions. If this stuff changes, we can't adapt fast enough to do that. Especially, well, not the majority of us. Some of us, will, you know, you might be able to build towns and cities and things and hold it off for a certain amount of time. But you increase, you increase the temperature by two degrees. You'll have things like water scarcity, um, like uh, water availability will decrease like 20%. If it goes up by two degrees Celsius, four degrees Celsius, it's like 50%. You know what, though? That's I don't believe in that water scarcity because the second water starts to become scarce, I'm telling you, we're so... Humans are so... Our ingenuity, we'll, we'll figure out how to make salt water purified way more... It'll be... it'll. We just don't do that now because it's, it's a difficult <laughs> thing to do and water is abundant. So you're like, eh... But so if that was the case, I think we we would there'd be some sort of technology. Not if the economy collapses, they wouldn't be. I guess so. If all the if the fucking droughts and stuff hit really hard, and like you know, food started drying up, people stop caring about going to their corporate job and start caring about protecting their family. I think you watch like a tumbling of. Like the economy pretty well, you quick. Know what I just thought, what the fuck are the people in Mars going to be drinking? Yeah, you could see uh, <laughs> at two at an increase of two degrees Celsius, you could see uh, crop production drop. Like wheat, you could see drop to seventeen percent. Like total global production could go down. Uh, corn could be a twenty-two percent, and Ooh. sorghum wheat could be down seventeen percent. You know, on that point. If we had enough time to adapt beforehand, like if we'd start doing it right now, like, okay, we have to, climate change is inevitable, like it's going to happen. And they started growing indoors. Like human, yeah, we are pretty smart if we could do it right. But I don't know. I don't, don't really have a lot of faith in the uh, humanity. Hold sometimes. on. I'm stuck on this other point. Are we going to be shipping water to Mars for these Martians when they fucking start a Mars colony? No, there's, what are they going to do for Mars? Limitless ice, man. Limitless ice. Oh, there. is there limitless Ooh. ice out there? Oh, okay. There's ice. All right, good. But how do they know they can drink that water? <laughs> They'll find out real quick. It's the water. Yeah, but so is ocean water, Dan. Ocean water is water, but you can't drink it. It's water with salt, though. Yeah, but this is water with microbacteria and shit. They don't. E- they don't even know if it has microbacteria or not. That is a gamble. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wait for a little bit. It's like when they lit off the, the fucking atomic bombs. Are like, ah, we don't really know. Let's just do it. It'll be okay. First guy's chipping some ice cubes into his drink. <laughs> Jesus. Um, what else we got here for the big myths? Well, one of the biggest arguments for the climate change hoax is that 97% of climate experts agree humans are causing global warming. But then one of the main arguments against it is that there's actual no consensus. And this goes back to like, it's like 2008 or nine. They call it like Climagate, where like those people's, 
Oh yeah. I Their emails that. were exposed and it, like people took it out of, out of context and there was all this stuff and they're like, nope, they don't all agree. And it's true. Well, not, they don't, not they all don't scientists all agree. agree. That's like, that's science. Not everyone agrees, but pretty much all the climate scientists are like, they're de- not, they go full spectrum. They go from like, yes, we're doing something. It's bad, but we'll be able to survive it till all the way to the, like, we're doing something so bad. It's going to be the sixth mass extinction in the entire, like on the history of the earth. And we're going to kill like 75 to 95% of life. Yeah. I think it comes down to some scientists being a little bit more optimistic or just looking at data. Cause that's just the way you, you get data sometimes in the way you interpret those results. You're either going to be, you're going to be on one side of the fence. You're like, well, it, it might not be that bad, but it's going to be bad, you it's know, and, be different, or it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be the next great extinction. And, everybody's going to die off and all that's going to be left is cockroaches and tardigrades. Tardigrades are sweet. They are cool. I was just watching uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and where he goes so small that they start to almost eat him. (laughs) (laughs) Tardigrades are in all TV shows. They're on Star Trek Discovery. They had tardigrades on there too. Giant one. So the myth is that there is some petitions that say like, you know, thousands of scientists signing against the petition saying there's no convincing scientific evidence that like human release carbon dioxide will in the like future cause catastrophic heating of the earth. There is some, there is a petition about that. That doesn't mean all those <laughs> 31,000 scientists are on the full, like it's a complete hoax. There, there's like, they have more questions as scientists. They're like, we need more. So let's keep going. But if there's 31,000 that say yes, there you know, there's 31 million or 31,000 say no, there's 31 million that say yes in some way. So um you know what my favorite one on this list is just to scroll down here. I don't even understand it. It's number 16 on the list and it's <laughs> quotes hockey stick is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so the hockey stick one and that's about that's like the modern day chart where like ever since the last ice age, ice age, it's been warming. Ah, I get it. <laughs> and the, the hockey stick is the quick uptick in the last like 50 yeah. years. Like whoop. people say it's a hoax. And then all the people who measure all this stuff, like all the ice cores, like everything they can measure scientifically that like pretty much accepted saying that, um, pretty much it's uh, we're kind of fucked, you know, <laughs> like that's happening. It's unprecedented in the last at least thousand years probably more like it's just like skyrocketed it's such a big change that it's it's obvious like no matter what kind of data you gather or whatever sources you get your data from yeah like you can look at coral you can look at tree rings you can look at uh, ice cores anything you look at it's obvious the impact is us the increasing amount of carbon emissions that humans have been putting into the air since like the 1800s it is having an effect on the environment Never seen anything like this in, you know, 1,000 years. Never seen anything like this. Not even El close. Nino, man. It's all good. <laughs> so Every fucking year is an El Nino year. I don't even know what that means. Everyone always oh. just tells me, oh, big El Nino is coming this year. And I go, all right. And then it's real shitty every fucking year. <laughs> it's just El Nino. It's all good. This is, uh, this is a good one. Um, so we, we talked about like an ice age maybe like, you know, 10, 12,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. in other podcasts and this is we're just coming out of a little ice age that's what this is well that goes that goes to the hockey stick method is yes we've been warming 
However, in the last like little bit, it's like just gone like 10,000 years and 50 years. It's like up, like gone. And people say like, oh, it's volcanoes. There's more volcanic activity. But if you really look at the charts of volcanoes, pretty much consistent year to year of how many like thousands or like millions and tons of CO2 they release. It's pretty consistent. The only thing not consistent is how much fossil fuels we burn. And they, I can't remember what they call it, but it's pretty much the more like the more efficient we get at creating technology, the actual more energy we consume because it's more it's easy more like readily available. So like the more efficient we become with fossil fuels, we think it's okay to like start, you know, producing like using it more. Like oh, we're very efficient, but if you become 20% more efficient at using something but use it 400% more like more, it's not efficient at all. You're actually just continuing up. That's that's pretty much the argument against that. Now, why don't we let's shift now and let's let's talk about now why either two sides would take such polar opposite stance. Like why is one side saying it it is if in fact it is and why would the other be so adamant that it's not? Let's take a look at that. Dollars, dollars, dollars. Money, money, money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Money. Dan, didn't you find something about, what was it, Shell Oil? Like, in the 80s, had, like, a thing warning them about climate change, and they pretty much ignored it? Oh, yeah. Shell and Exxon definitely knew that climate change uh, was being accelerated by uh, by the CO2 emissions, by their plants and, and oil production and stuff like that. They did studies, and they knew about it. And that, well, this one's from one article from The Guardian, and it's like, quote, in 1982, Exxon predicted that by about 2060, CO2 levels would reach around 560 parts per million, which is double the pre-industrial level. So before we had industrial levels, you know, before we had, we were putting carbon into the, the air. Which is not that long ago. Double it by then. Right. And this would push the planet's average temperatures to about two degrees Celsius over the current levels. So they knew about it. They were making predictions based on these things and they knew about it. Um, but they didn't want to do anything about it. They, 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 you know, they just see the dollar signs. This is the real um, conspiracy here is that people have known about it. The scientists of those corporations knew about it and they told them and they said, yeah, but it's bad for business. So we're not going to, they've pretty much purposely misled shareholders by giving the science of saying that, Oh, CO2 is actually good for the environment. And they've actually perpetrated these myths for profit. <laughs> like it's, the more you, the more I look into it, the more it seems so obvious that if they actually took like action on climate change in the eighties, a lot of these giant oil corporations would have gone out of business quickly because they would have went to like hemp oil or like different like you know different types of plastic, different ways to produce well, the, plastic, and like all this stuff. It, it's exactly like the, it's them fighting the regulations, right? If they if it would have been a global thing and the, that came out that holy shit, we're we're slowly marching towards the the darkness. They would have been regulated, so this they would have been hurting, right? So it's they're it, what they're doing is fighting regulation. They don't yeah, want to, sh- any any kind of oversight. It's it, it's so fucking corrupt. For example, where I live, I live uh, east of the Rockies on the plains. Flat as fuck, man. You go outside, it's flat. There's nothing. They frack up here. They do fracking like you wouldn't fucking believe all the fucking time. They're fracking everywhere. 
if you don't if you don't know what yeah. fracking is, isn't it like what it's pumping in like pressurized water into rock to create yeah. fissures to extract oil, pretty much. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, making fissures and shit, and it's it's not it's not it, it doesn't really have the public vote. The public it's not popular. Uh, no, with the people. Um, but every politician up in this area, and I'm not going to say names or anything, but they're all backed by all the oil companies up here for sure. And we we had we've been having earthquakes up here, not big ones, four point fives, fives, right? Big enough. On the fucking flats of the prairies, we're having earthquakes that aren't felt really anywhere else. And I ran into one of our MPs, and it was like in our news, it was like, oh, is fracking the cause? And I ran into one of our MPs at the airport, super nice guy. And we were just kind of talking. I said, hey, what's your thoughts on this? And he had the balls <laughs> to look me in the eyes, and he said, well, it's funny because we've actually just recently uncovered some scientific data that our city is parallel to an ancient fault line long ago. <laughs> and that's what's causing these microquakes. And I'm like, an ancient fault line in the fucking prairies? Like, are you kidding me? Like, there, there's, there, no, like, that's not a thing. Like, I don't even have to do research on that. I know that's not a thing. So, like, a week later, Scientists, like, bunch of global, take, bunch of news picks it up, and scientists go, well, due to, like, not being near any fault lines, fracking is the likely culprit of causing these earthquakes. <laughs> but, like, government officials up here are like, oh, it's, you know, it's, ooh, we found the ancient treasure at the end of this old fault <laughs> line that no one knows about, that we've just discovered after these quakes. And like that's the shit, man. That's the shit that these scientists and that work for these oil companies will say because they're just giving money. They're just paid to do whatever. They don't give a shit. That's Crazy. how they get. That's how they get power. <laughs> there's only there's only one way to run for office, and you need money. And most people aren't going to back you. They might. Yeah. No, the average donation is what, like ten or twenty bucks. Yeah. In Canada, it's way more regulated than the states. Like, I know. I think it's like only like twelve hundred bucks a corporation give you now, but like. Like just a few years ago, there wasn't really a limit on like corporate donations to political parties. This is just for BC, not Canada wide. Can't like federal government Canada's whole different ballpark. But the hard thing for me is talks, the opposite. Man. The opposite side of that is like okay, well let's maybe look in the conspiracy, you know, from the other side, the people who, you know, are saying it's fake and maybe the climate change isn't real. The only people that are affected by that scenario is because it's then the left and that lobbying to increase taxation of corporations. And I'm like, okay, well. Is there that, is there <laughs> that much tax gain though compared to like, like just the benefit? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like the other one is like all of us die and the other one's like corporations get taxed. Actually, it's not even that much. Like the carbon tax is yeah. insignificant on the amount of money that goes these fucking guys make. Oh, dude. The... British Columbia is up in our carbon tax April 1st. I think it's April 1st. It's coming up. And everyone up here is losing their minds. Well, here, Kate, It's like the end of the world. This is this is my take on on the fucking carbon tax. Listen, taxing something can have like we'll push people away from it, right? If there's a, a viable substitute, but right now 
pretty much everyone has to drive a fucking gas-powered car. Most houses up here are heated by natural gas. There's no, like, they're like, okay, we're going to charge you all this tax. Try and change. Like, to what? How the fuck are we supposed to change? You can't just, like, convert your whole house to, like, geothermal power overnight for free. Like, there's no there's no other way. So, like, for me, the, it's the tax grab of, like, yeah, you know what? This is a good idea because we can get more money. Not necessarily, like, hey, this is a good idea because we can, you know, we can help people change from this dirty fuel power to a clean energy. But it's not like that at all. It's so funny. And then you have... They they try and push pipelines through BC all the time. We already have a whole bunch, but they're always trying to push more. They're like, we need this pipeline money because we need, you know, we need to transition to clean fuel. But in order to get there, we must build more pipelines so we can get more money to to transfer. What is clean fuel? What? What's that, Andrew? What What is clean fuel? What's a clean fossil fuel? No, no, not clean fossil fuel, just a clean fuel, like clean energy. Like hydroelectric, solar, wind, tidal, you know. But, but let's be real. Let's be real. We all know what the real conspiracy is here. What's that? Climate change is all invented just to hide the actions of HARP. Like, come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> up there. That, that is a theory. All right, well, let's, but, keep, let's, keep, let's go down the list some more or what? Sure. All right, Antarctica is gaining ice. That's just false. <laughs> Yeah, I just read something no. on that. If, some, if it were gaining ice, like we, you wouldn't have fifty polar bears coming into a Russian town and taking it over. Like that, that happened. Yeah, that's, that was that's crazy. the Arctic. That's the Arctic, not the Antarctic. It's still, you wouldn't have fifty polar bears coming out of uh, you know wherever there's a lot of snow where, and ice packs, which are their natural hunting grounds, which are melting at an unprecedented rate, and all of their food is gone. So they wouldn't have to come down to a Russian town and raid their their dumpsters. Okay, this I think this all this all stems like this myth stems from like part of the part of Antarctica. There was a little bit of an increase in the sea ice on in like East Antarctica, but in the West it was decreasing by much more than the increase in the in the East. So like you cherry pick the information, right? And you go like, well, it's increasing in the in like the Antarctic, so therefore it can't be real. But really, the rest of Antarctica is losing ice when a small portion gained ice for a few years. Well, that's no, that's just an, every everywhere I go on this. When they say like, when the myth or the conspiracy is like it's this, the other side is so much more convincing that it's like hard for me to get on board. These these like this type. The only conspiracy I can I can get on board is energy companies just don't want the truth to be well known. That's the only conspiracy I can get behind. Really, I whoever who whoever wanted to be against climate change was genius by making it tie, like giving it political ties because half of these arguments are just someone who's like, well, I'm, I'm conservative and I want, you know, or I'm Republican and uh, pro oil and f- well, Antarctica is gaining ice. And you're like, well, no, it's not. It's like, yeah, it is. And you're like, well, no, it's not. It's like, have you been there? You're like, well, no, it's like, well, then don't tell me anything. <laughs> and you, it's like, it's unwinnable arguments to people who don't give a fuck. That's what it is. Are these are <laughs> the people that are so like they're so entrenched on their team that no matter what yeah. no matter what you or they're say, getting paid or they're getting paid yeah, you know? or yeah if you, you if you look at a lot of these websites and the people that claim to be uh proponents of you know climate change is a hoax or they're making that making it way worse than it actually is 
Uh, you look at a lot of these websites, just source the information. Like you look at these guys and you're like, where do you guys get your funding? Oh, you get it from some place that's backed by big oil. Oh, Exxon Mobil's like owns half of your, your company <laughs> or your organization. Uh, okay, right. Gotcha. Thank you. How about this one? Arctic sea ice has recovered. That's the, that's one, one of like the leading arguments. That's the same one. That's what I was talking about. It recovered in yeah. one, one small part but lost in the rest. So like you try yeah. to pick a little piece of that and you're like, it's coming back. But like overall, it's definitely not like it's, <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> like it can't happen unless you have to go like, you have to go full send conspiracy. That's and like everything out there is being controlled. There is no, like people are purposely feeding both sides to keep the argument against it. And the only one small group knows the real truth and they're paying scientists on both sides to say the opposite thing. And it just keeps, you have to go like all the way. Okay, if you are going to side with any fucking corporation on, dude, co corporations are crazy because they are literally, they be, corporations in this world have become almost entities of themselves. Like no one person thinks that way. It's just this fucking corporate like cog that cannot stop turning towards profit at regardless the cost. Mm -hmm. It's, it's crazy. Because, like, man, all the, like, regulations and shit we've put in place, like, over the years, it's like everyone always goes, like, well, that's stupid. We don't have to do that. And you're like, no, we have to do that because someone was that stupid that we had to, like, put it in writing. Like, you know, like, workers should wear hard hats or maybe you shouldn't handle radioactive material with... <laughs> without protective equipment on. Maybe you shouldn't wear a ring around moving machinery. Like yeah, <laughs> somebody like, had their freaking ring there. And like the ring came off, off with the rest of their finger. Like yeah. one time, like, come on, dude, what's the cave. Okay, do you guys, I can't remember the story, but there's a corporation. I can't remember which one. And they had their employees working with radon with no protective equipment, like at hours on end. And there's these like factory workers and they were so irradiated that they were like falling apart and they fucking like glue, they glowed in the dark. And the companies that were making them do this knew it was fucking bad for them, but did nothing to protect them because it was easier to fight them in court later to say, well, it wasn't, it wasn't what you we were doing know. for our company that caused this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th there's another example that's uh, from the Ford, like the Ford Motor Company. Like they knew about the problems, for example, the, the Ford Pinto. And they knew about the problems that they had uh, with kind of exploding when people they got into rear collisions. And But they did not want to issue a recall because they knew that issuing a recall for the all of those vehicles would cost way more than <laughs> than they predicted it would cost than just fighting it in court or, or settling outside of court. Like the monies that they would pay in settlement would be way less than if they actually issued a recall. So they figured that, well, it's better for that. You know, we'd rather just let these people die than, and maybe just pay their families a certain amount of settlement than to recall all of these cars and fix them. It's always about, I don't, I don't know why you would trust a corporation when you're just a number to them and all they care about is their bottom line. Yeah. And they're, they don't give a they're the ones paying for these studies that are like, this is all bullshit. It's just to tax us. Help us out so we don't get taxed more because the left is just trying company. to fucking, yeah, they're We're trying to bully company. us. Come on now. <laughs> so fucking scary. This, doing the research into this was just as depressing as doing the podcast on fucking Big Pharma. Like, this is yeah. fucked.
Like there is no, you know what I mean? It, it It's not, it's not a how, you know, can we prevent this two, 2% increase or two degrees, sorry, increase. It's when it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it's just inevitable. You know, it's going to fucking happen. Greed is too powerful. People like the world's not changing quick. It will not change quick enough. Like it's, no. unfortunately it seems that's the way it's going. How, how is it going to change? You know what I mean? Like even look at the methane produced by cows that we fucking eat. You know what I mean? Like what would that take, you know, for us to switch to eating, you know, a primary protein source being chicken or, you know what I mean? Like that would make, have a huge impact. Do you think that would ever happen? Not a chance. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I definitely heard the argu- argument before. I don't really know exactly how much well, it was, but there's how many, m- how would... many fucking millions and millions of cows are there? I have no idea. Well, not only that, but like, think about how many of the million cows, they all produce a certain amount of methane, right? They all take up a certain amount of fucking space and they take up a certain amount of water. You know what I mean? Like if we cut down our cat on our cows alone, it would be fucking huge. Buddy, that would be the day we cut down on cows is going to be a sad day to be a fucking chicken because we already chickens <laughs> already got the short end of the stick. And if we're going to double, triple up what we're doing to chickens... No, no, this that no that has to be get rid of cows and substitute more plant based protein. You that's, would hope that would that would make the most be. sense, but you know it's just not going to fucking fly. I don't. To be honest, I don't really eat much beef other than what I what I hunt myself. Like I don't really eat much cow products. I'm more of a. I've gone vegetarian a few times. I've gone vegan a couple of times, but it's it's hard if there's no. I'm not really living a very vegan. Where it's becoming more vegan friendly, but. Kind of a hard. smaller city here. So it's, it's like, hard. I, I've tried doing vegetarian I, and I can last usually about a month or two and then I just fucking end up cracking. I or I start it. drinking and I'm fucking on the meat hard. <laughs> yeah, fucking nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> chicken fries. The thing with like, if I eat, like I have some ground deer right now in my freezer. If I pull out a ground deer and have some ground deer and make a spaghetti, I'm totally fine. If I go to the Save On Foods or whatever, grab an extra lean pound of ground beef, cook it up, I am so fucking bloated and gassy and feel like shit. Like, I'm garbage. And I'm like, every time I eat it, I go, man, I know they're just pumping this fucking shit full of something that's making me feel like garbage. Oh, man. Think about that. Think about the tumors and shit that they cut out before they grind that shit up. And our meat is just so disgusting nowadays. I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. If, if you're getting your deer, your meat, a, a nice natural grass-fed meat, you can't even compare it. Like, oh, dude, you, can, you can't. You can't. And if you're against hunting for substance, well, you got to take a hard look if you're eating meat at the grocery store because well, I would and I know, like that's a, that's a one-sided argument I'll t- be only because if you know, only like double the amount of people hunted, there'd be no animals left. Yeah, it's true. Like, not <laughs> well, everyone can do it. I don't know. I, I agree with that too, but it, it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would like to hunt my meat just so I could have that appreciation for where my meat comes from. Because I feel like you get disconnected. You know what I mean? Like, you go buy a slab of meat from the fucking grocery store and it's it's nothing to you. It doesn't have a face. You, don't, you know what I mean? You don't give it a second thought. Everyone should, almost should be part of school as you learn how to butcher an animal and you see it happen and then you make a decision after that. Because once you see it happen, 100%. you're like, oh, it's a little different. A little different than buying it in a fucking styrofoam plastic wrap container. It's so crazy that we do such an out of sight, out of mind yeah. <laughs> approach. 
Totally, to though. how cruel we are to animals. <laughs> I remember when it clicked when I was a little kid. I remember when it clicked to me being like, this fucking thing I'm eating, like this meat, this stuff I eat, is that animal over there? Like, what? Uh, I still don't make that conscious connection. <laughs> oh, it's horrifying, man. I don't know. And the worst part for me is like, I, I really want to. Like, I, I decide I'm like, okay, fuck it. I, I, can, I can't take an animal's life, so I'm going to turn to vegetarian. Tried that. I blew it. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to hunt then. You know what I mean? And I just, I can't. I, I'd be fucking <laughs> Andrew outside. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Like I just can't. In don't think I'd do it. Man. I, I would be crushed. I'd be fucking bawling my eyes out if I killed something. You'd be shooting. You'd be blasting bullets in every direction. Oh, just yeah. scaring stuff away. Oh, I'd be like PUBG. <laughs> run! I can't run. even. I can't even let my fucking cat kill things. I always fucking save them. Like I'm. I'm. I'm too much of a fucking pussy for that shit. It's just crazy that we uh, believe corporations. It. it with. Everything they've ever done through history of just lying and treating people like shit and just we're just cattle to make their corporate machine keep running, that we would listen to them on something like this. Even that there's a, a pretty good chunk of people that listen to corporations on this because it's not science-backed. It's corporation-backed science that says climate change isn't a thing. Well, And that's the thing is that people believe it's like a hoax. And they think they're believing in like a, you know, in like a legit source. So you can't really fault them for that because they haven't looked into it because the way these people do it is so like mass media marketed and so like pushed on people. And that's really what people hear. Like, well, especially like right now in the United States, like you have the Trump administration pretty much saying like, ah, I just don't believe it. Right. Yeah. Wait, not even just like, it's Trump who says that, you know, th- last year they released a report. They, the EPA released a report that showed that climate change is accelerating due to carbon emissions from uh, from fossil fuels. A- and the report actually said that. And what they did is they consciously made the decision to release that information, that report, because the the executive branch is obligated like since 1990 it's it's congressional law that they would pass a report on the like the status of the environment uh, every 4 years just about in right. every you know so um they released that report on black friday which is a big news day so no one's all the black Friday. and they were hoping that it would just get buried yeah. in the thing and which it kind of did don't they always release stuff on like a friday afternoon we're like ah no one's going to really see that it, well, when they release big things, like the, I'm pretty sure the Trump administration has a wonderful little backlog of things that they're going to release to try to cover up bad news because they do it all the time. Yeah. But um, no, this one they tried to bury on a Black Friday because the, the report came out like a week before and they had to they had to release it. But they figured we're going to release it on this day because it will be able to just bury it in the news. Wait for a prime news day to announce. Yeah. That and they just that. said they're going to they're going to hire another. They're going to bring in more scientists. I just read this today. They're going to bring in more scientists uh, to try and dispute those findings. <laughs> and the scientists are going to be personally like hired by like the Trump administration. So it's not you know, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Well, how else is he supposed to bring coal back if? doesn't have these people shooting this shit. He's not. The thing is, it's like you're not. <laughs> no, he tried. It's declining again. But I know. They're, they're trying to. That's their whole thing is like it's, but you can't. No. It's not going to, it's not going to work that way. And 
they but they can't they're gonna keep pushing on it until whatever i mean the the whole trump administration is just not based on facts it's just me <laughs> he goes with his gut i mean that's that's just that's I, how you govern just, that's just, how you govern a country that's how you govern a nation right from your gut that's right yeah, yeah. it seems yeah. like a logical way full to of it, fucking yeah. mcbubs Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke. <laughs> let's, let's, let's say Diet Pepsi and hamburgers are what is uh, governing our country. Okay, well, okay, let's. I don't like to just single out one administration in the United States because they've known about this for countless administrations. No one really does that much. No, no Obama right. didn't. The, uh, really the Obama administration did put in. They, uh, they mentioned it more, but they, they didn't do anything really. They did do. They did pass regulations. They did pass laws uh, and stuff, but. The Trump administration is slowly dismantling them. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So like they tried, they did a little bit. They didn't do enough, hundred percent. They did enough just to look good. That's what I think. But. Well, they did enough to try and help, yeah, but not enough to do anything because you still have oil companies backing a lot of. Obama still had to contend, like even if he wanted to take initiatives, you still have to pass the funding through the Congress, and the Congress was still controlled by the Republicans, Lot. and the Senate was controlled by the Republicans. Lot. So any laws or things that you passed had to go through them first. And all we've seen time and time again is that Republicans usually take the interests of companies and big oil into account before. The whole system seems to me, in my not just in the United States system, just like Western world. Like democratic systems just seem like an archaic way to do to do it. I don't know. You have one guy controlling hundreds of millions of people. What he says goes, and like, like especially if it's not even like it's not even the popular vote, and only sixty percent of people vote. You got one guy who represents you know thirty percent, makes all the decisions for the. It just seems like a bad way to do it. I don't know what the solution is, but around the world, it just seems like it fails over and over again. It's a it's a really weird thing. And my thing is, I just don't get how people argue against it. So I'm like, who are you supposed to believe if you don't trust the OK, you don't trust the government. Right. So if you don't trust the government and they're saying, for example, for Trump, like if their administration is saying climate change isn't happening or it's not that bad, but you don't trust the government. But then the scientists tell you that, yeah, it's happening. We have to do something. And then you don't believe the scientists. But. The Trump administration is also saying the same thing that climate change is happening. How do you not? Who do you believe? Yeah. yeah, What do you believe? (laughs) Like, where do you go? You know, there's, there's some people that argue that, Oh, you know, the scientists are in it for the money. They're in it for the grant money that they get. And that's just really weird because most scientists, like when they get those grants, yeah, sure. The grants sound big, maybe like, uh, some you'll get like a million dollars for a grant, but usually those grants are written by four or five different uh, uh, professors, you know, and then they have to split it between them equally. And then you have to, whatever they get, the university takes 50% of, and then they have to, usually the grants are written over a period of like three or four years. So then you have to split it up through that. And then you got to pay for your studies. You have to pay for your own equipment. You have to pay for, whatever else out of your pocket, plus your grad students, you had to pay for their tuition and all that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, there's no money in in studying climate science. It's like, they're not doing it for the money. (laughs) Can't be any money in it. Like who was get, yeah. Who was giving the money? You can make a lot more money working for the oil companies. So, you know, these scientists, you know, 2000 scientists, aren't doing it for the money. How, you can't tell me the government is paying off 2000 scientists. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I think even the, yeah. even the scientists are doing it for the oil companies. They probably are doing it for the right intentions. And then 
that people just cherry pick information they present and be like, yeah. well, you said this, so you know we're going to we're going to go that direction on this. We're, we're going to take this part, and this yeah. sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and that's just kind of how I think it is. Okay, let's get to, let's get to another one. What I think personally, I think is maybe the most could be the most devastating for the planet is ocean acidification. It's terrifying. This to me seems like if the marine ecosystem fails. We're done. How many hundreds of millions of people rely on the ocean to like to live? Dude, don't we get more oxygen from the ocean than from plants? Yeah. yeah. So the, the o- algae, like ocean algae produces most of our oxygen, a majority of it. Yeah. So like the higher CO2 builds up in the atmosphere, the oceans actually absorb a lot of it. And the more, pretty much the more carbon CO2 in the oceans, it becomes slightly more acidic. Not like it's not going from like, you know, it's not going to be, all of a sudden become hydrochloric acid or anything, but just a slight change in the pH. Like it's scientifically proven that these, like even the small like coral reefs will probably die. Here's the thing: if you anyone who's ever had a fucking big fish tank knows what happens if <laughs> that balance. If you lose that balance, man, yeah. everything in your tank dies. Quickly. Everything, everything in that minor like you know whatever. We, I I used to have like a sixty gallon tank. And when shit would go and become just a little, the pH or acidity levels just fluctuate just a little bit, the whole tank's fucking done. Boom, gone. And it's this has happened before. Yep. You know, you had something that happened uh, 250 million years ago, the Permian-Triassic extinction, which is pretty much the same thing that happened now, that there were increasing ocean acidification levels, increased CO2 in the air, and... When the ocean started heating up due to acidification, the weird thing is, is like it takes up a lot of oxygen out of the thing. All the animals in the ocean die. They suffocate. Right? Because uh, if the if the water in the oceans heats up, then there's also uh, proof that animals' metabolisms increase. And those that they, when their metabolisms increase, they increase the amount of oxygen that they use. So, yeah. So it's never any, so that was what there's no more oxygen left. Was that the per, was that the Permian extinction? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the Permian Triassic extinction. And that one that they say is 96 percent of species lost in the entire planet. Yes, 96. Yep. It was it killed 70 percent of all land vertebrates and 96 percent of all marine species. Fucking bananas, man. And how do we rebound from stuff like that? Like you don't. We're, we're, talking, we're like yeah. ten, ten, tens of millions of years. Like the planet itself will recover, but like we'll, we'd be long gone. Well, but the, like, yeah. What was it? Somebody said it's that man needs nature, but nature doesn't need man. Yeah. Well, totally. Like, like, well, it, it survived. The earth survived before. Like the earth will still be here and there'll be other creatures that will survive. And maybe there'll be, you know, cockroach people after we're gone. I don't, don't know. Don't we need, like, as these CO2 levels keep rising, we need plants, we need trees and shit like that to filter that stuff, and we keep cutting them down at ridiculous rates. Like, how much have all the the rainforests and stuff like that shrunken, right? Man, that for me, I looked at that before, and the amount of rainforest they've cut down actually has changed, like, how the, like, the atmosphere moves. And they think that is actually one of, not necessarily CO2 addition to the atmosphere, but some people say just the removal of these huge ecosystems has actually changed the way weather works globally. That's crazy, man. So you combine that, you combine that with like the rapid melt of the ice caps. 
And so the cooling of parts of the ocean, like, like that instantly changes weather like also. So like you take away a bunch of the rainforest, you add in a bunch of this melting water and you're creating this like perfect storms. That's what it's pretty much proven now that hurricanes are getting worse and worse. The, you know, the more the climate changes, like more powerful hurricanes more often. Yeah, you have places like Texas that want twenty billion dollars to build seawalls yeah. and like ocean, like to protect them from the increasing uh, force of the storms that keep coming. They know they're going to get worse, so they're asking for money from the government that for to build these things around oil rigs and around their coastal towns to keep them from getting pounded by hurricanes that are getting stronger and stronger every year. And you think if you go with that way, that would be a short term solution, but if you go like down the road. 100 or 200 years like you just have to either keep building bigger and bigger protections or you got to move you got to move up well what about uphill. florida like look at florida with the rising sea levels right like she's going down all those mm-hmm. the, the fucking miami sinking putting in right like they're, they're spending all this money on all these pump systems and they they, they predict predict that it's only going to fucking last for like it'll be able to sustain them for like what 40 50 years yeah it's just be a generation or two man fucking crazy like, man that's nuts. Like it's it's fucking depressing, but it's so real. Like it's actually like quantifiable. Like you can kind of like watch it happen slowly. I don't plan to. Like I, hey, we're we're okay where we are at the moment. It seems to be there's no dire warning, so we're okay. That doesn't mean we shouldn't try and do anything, <laughs> but if you're right. If you're on the coast, uh, go up, go up the hill a little yeah. bit yeah. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Well, what else? What else do we want to talk about? Anything else? Well, some people like always like try to quote how Al Gore got it really, really wrong. Did he? Though? I guess if you really, like, no, not if you if you look into it, Al Gore actually got a lot of stuff right. Not all of it, obviously. What was that? Two thousand and one or three or something? His documentary, yeah. Inconvenient Truth. But I, my personal view on Al Gore is he did it for political gain. If you look at Al Gore's oh, house yeah. and how much his carbon footprint is. You know, he's hundreds of times more than the average person, so he's not really doing his part. So fuck that guy. He made a bunch of money doing it. He might have brought a lot of awareness, but he didn't really do anything personally. So if you don't do anything personally, where do you set the example? If you don't sell, if you don't sell your forty thousand foot home and your private jet and all this shit, you're not helping. Oh yeah, that's right. He did get in trouble with his with his jet. Oh, he has obviously no, but he but he flies commercial now. I think. Oh yeah, well I'm sure he doesn't now because he got outed. So he's like, oh, <laughs> like okay, I, I he got called like, out. Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. Fuck that guy. Anyone, anyone uses it for political gain, fuck that guy. Leo, fuck Leo and his gigantic yacht what? and his private planes and all that shit. Leo he's can do same. whatever he wants. All right. I know he can do whatever he wants. That's why he's doing it. But Leo, those guys, celebrities, they take you know, it looks good for him, and maybe they mean well, but they're still producing. Hundreds of people's right. worth of CO2 in one person. That so. fucking yacht is ridiculous. It's fucking stupid stuff. That looks like the have. fucking Titanic. Like, it's not. <laughs> it <laughs> fucking does it. look like the Titanic. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I don't know. Global warming, You can, there's like, there's just dozens and dozens of point counterpoint of what's going on. Yeah, hashtag look it up. Look it up. We'll post this in the show notes. Just look in the episode description. You'll see this list and others that were talked about. Yeah. The list, the list that we got from Skeptical Science is great because I like it because it's got a lot of citations, it's got a lot of links. Tons. So you can see where they got their information. You can actually go to these places or pull up a lot of the reports and the science behind it. So if you don't really believe that, then I don't know how much else we can we can do for you. 
I'm going to get chirped at the beginning of the show because I was so pro hoax. Well, you I, had to, I was you had just to, being devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> I was being, I, climate change, I believe, is 100% real. And we are in serious trouble if we don't, uh, you know, change our ways. Yeah, even if you don't believe, you're like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. It's like, it's, it's still maybe not where you're at, but there are going to be thousands of people who are affected and who are millions. probably going to die. Millions of people. Like, I don't know how some people really say, like, it was going to be the end of the world. I don't know. Humans are pretty. Someone's going to find a way to make money off climate change. I guarantee you that. The oil companies are going to switch. It's just like smoking companies. We're going to sell you cigarettes for 100 years. And they're like, you know what? That kills you. So we're going to sell you how to quit cigarettes also while still selling cigarettes. So that's what's going to happen. Then we're going to inv- introduce vaping and we're going to buy all those companies. So that's what's going to happen with climate change first. Someone's going to figure out how to make money off of it and it'll slowly shift. But the fear is that it's going to be too slow and won't be enough quick enough and we'll never be able to recover. I think there will be a cost. It will come back to haunt us. I think so too. I don't know how deadly or like how how bad the predictions will be. Like, I mean, it's probably somewhere in the middle, you know, of not happening and it's going to destroy the world. But listen, as long as we don't, this doesn't cause us to lose McCormick candy bananas. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll be okay. I think as long as production we'll doesn't okay. cease on those. I think yeah, where's the, where's their, we'll where's make. their manufacturing plant located? Are, are they above like, like uh, at least a hundred feet above sea level or what? Hopefully Denver. Yeah. Just way <laughs> the fuck up there. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, let's start to wrap this one up here. Uh, anyone else got a last, last thing they want to add? Yeah. If we didn't touch on something that you thought we should have, you can send us a message, yell at us. That's all good. Stay tuned for our 2030 (laughs) case file on climate (laughs) change live, uh, in shorts and t-shirt from the North pole. Yeah. Did Florida sink? The moon. (laughs) From Mars. <laughs> All <laughs> with, right. With special guest Elon Musk. <laughs> well, the the party's ending here on this case file, but if you want that party conti- to continue, head over to our Patreon page. Uh, we have, we've got to have over 40 hours of additional content on our Patreon got page. Tons. We're a grassroots podcast. We don't do any advertisement, and we have had opportunity to do advertisement. Uh, we, we just gave like a double, we, double barrel to that. Yeah, we like uh, we like being funded by the fans because if we keep getting funded, we keep doing it. And <laughs> the day that the day that number hits zero, we know we've gone too far. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and you're done. Um. So we got some big things coming up. Should we talk about that first? We got Alien Con 2019, Los Angeles, God. Los Angeles, L.A. Los Angeles, June 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Okay. Yeah. The contracts are signed. We're in. Uh, we have mm-hmm. our own panel. It's official. Our own panel We're and possibly we will be joining two others. One or two others. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. Um, don't buy your tickets yet. We're going to have a promo code for everyone. We don't know what it is yet. We're going to blast that on our social media. So stay tuned. If you're thinking about going... Just wait for us to get our promo code, and then we'll fire that off to everyone. You'll save some money, and we'll get recognition, and they'll maybe invite us back. <laughs> yeah. Pretty <laughs> much as how it goes. Uh, we got some new reviews. We got quite a few. We didn't do any reviews on the Power Hour or on the Area 51 recap. Ooh, so we got, yeah, there's lots then. 
Um, this one's by, oh, first off, hold on. I got to find this guy's name here. This guy's been bugging me on Patreon to. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. He wanted me to try to say his last name. So, uh, he's, he thinks I'm going to botch his name really bad. Um, so here's to you, Brain Wazorek. Brain Wazorek. Yeah, I think so. That's his name. Brain. Right. That's how you read it, right? Brain, sure. yeah, that's how Brain. I read it. Brain Wazorek. I think I botched it. Sure. Anyways, this gets to five star reviews. This is from name. Steph Lane from USA. Five star review. I bet I bought a telescope. Woo! <laughs> Excellent. Awesome. Good, good for you. So at the end of the review, just to tell us he bought a telescope. <laughs> that's the title of the review. It's great. Uh, hello, boys. Been listening for a while now. Always so excited to see a new episode on my feed. I am continuously telling people about you all's show, including sending links to my dad. Always great <laughs> content, even when I think I've heard it all. And amazing personalities. P.S. Travis Barker was the only real talent in that band. Yeah, I'm right. He was. Face. Travis Barker fucking rips. He fucking. Yeah, and that guy fucking survived a plane crash. He's a legend. Oh, man, such a badass. What, like 90% of his body was burned? Something insane? A lot. The story is crazy. Yeah, such a badass. Favorite Uh, podcast. Five-star review from Kayanti. Only podcast I consistently listen to. Always looking forward to the next one. Almost 100 episodes later, and they still make it exciting. My one-year-old son loves to fall asleep to this podcast. <laughs> Whoa! He's learning he some new gonna words. He's going to have some foul language. <laughs> Your mom. Our, uh, our dulcet tones uh, whisk him away to dream. <laughs> and it makes long drives something to look forward to. Keep it up, guys. Yeah, I gotta, I'll read, uh, do a couple from Facebook. All right. The quick ones. Gail Chizik. Meat draw drunk in space news. Not to mention Ron Pond, the legend. Alien happy face. What's not to love? Gail's been following for a while. Thanks, Gail. And I'll do one more Facebook and then we'll save the rest for another one. Yeah. Oh my God. I just found these guys. They're hilarious from Corey Thrun. Thrun. Corey Thrun. Yeah, we've got more, but can't read them all. I got one. I got one more. I'm going to read triple C's Canadian comedy conspiracies. This is from five star review from Nick probes your butt. Nice. <laughs> That's an awesome name. The- <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> I don't know if it's the name or the way you, <laughs> the way you read it. Nick probes your butt. I think, I, I think Nick that's probes your butt. I think that's how I'm supposed to read it. Uh, these guys are comedy gold. Hey guys, love the show. Your content is on point with what's really going on and what you talk about is what isn't talked about in mainstream media. Keep it keep up the great work, Nick from Flint, Michigan. Speaking of undrinkable water. Oh, I hope your water's good. <laughs> yeah. How's your water? Hope it's uh, better. Jeez. How's your water? That's a fucked up story. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, so man, we should do we should we could do a fucking crazy talk about, talk the, go- about how talk about the government not having your back. Yeah, the third world oh, conditions in a first world country. It's insane. Isn't that a thing in the uh, states? Got- like everywhere is supposed to have drinkable water. Like that's like a mandate. Yeah. yeah there, there's a there's a whole article about why it's 
United States, we're a first world country with the symptoms of a third world country, and it makes no sense. That's fucking crazy. Terrible. Yeah. All right. Runaway capitalism. We, we have an insane mm. amount of Patreons to read. So I'm going to read a couple. A month, we'll save so. some. Uh, we got Tyler Hall, Joseph Branson, Shelly, DJ Coons, Joshua Kerr. Um, I hate how sometimes it doubles them up. Tanner Hewitt, Abby Chuff, Max Preto, Elaine Tremblay, Nathan Mondor, Jesse Malone, Jessica B, Ellie Harding, Rachel Williams, uh, oh fuck, Babber Kabiri. Nice. I think that was, I fucking nailed that one. Grab that Gabriel Zarazua and nice. Chase. <laughs> You're on a roll. Um, Keep it going. What? <laughs> Dylan Moore, Kai, Franco Ferese, Matt Oren, Manny Rio, Dominic Bodkin, Claudia Saro, Ash Mooney, oh, and Zane B. I did it. Yeah. Oh, and Imagine Yay. Vegeta. Imagine Vegeta? Yeah, that's what? badass. Badass. Fucking cool. Wait, that's the name? That's yeah. his name, Majin Vegeta. Yeah, that's gangster. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, the Boo Saga, man. Get on our Discord. We talk about all sorts of stuff on there. Make fun of each other. Oh, it's a good time. Yep. Love going on there, getting beat. Uh, Zell, who's your prolapser of the week? Prolapser of the week is Eduardo Torres from Seattle. And he reached out. He's been listening since episode 20. He says, and he would be, he wants to help us get a live show in Seattle. Oh, I saw that. So we did say when we get to 300 supporters. So we're only 36, we're 34 away. Close away. Yeah, we're close. And when we get, we get there, we said we pursue live shows in the Pacific North, Northwest, which would be, you know, BC, Washington, Oregon. Portland. Portland. Well, Portland's in Oregon. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. What else uh, is that? I guess we consider what? Idaho? Yeah, I guess so. I guess Idaho is right there, yeah. Hey, wasn't there a, peti- a petition to sell like Idaho and Montana, Montana to Canada? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll take them. It was. We'll take them. They got great yeah. fucking snowboarding down there in Montana, so I'm, I'm down. Let's, All right, we'll, let's we'll, take, uh, we'll take you on Montana. Let's wrap this one up. Push it into after hours. Don't forget yeah. to bu- keep tabs on our social media for Alien Con promo, so you can get your tickets cheaper. Um, thanks for all the support, guys. It's been a wild year. It's going to be a great 2019. Uh, as we always say, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace.